Back on the microphone. Took a bit of a hiatus. Mm. Ahem. Welcome back to the Kyle Style Podcast once again. This episode is going to be about time again. Time. Everything is a time hack, okay? Now I'm going to try to go through this quickly, not waste your time, right? Go back to episode number 39 of the Kyle Style Podcast. It was just entitled Time Math. It's all about breaking down how you schedule your time and what you do with your time and how do you can maximize your time. Now, started to look around and look at the world this way in a sense that everything is a time hack, okay? Basically, podcasts are time hacks. Uh, you know, books are time hacks. Uh, education is, t- is a time hack. In some sense, even, you know, movies are a time hack. Parenting is a time hack. It's almost a time machine, okay? Now, what do I mean by this? Okay, so you have this imperative, right? To essentially an imperative to practice discipline, right? And to be effective, right? You want to do as much as you can with the the waking time you have each day and you might even shave that waking time you know uh shave your sleeping time down but you uh you know you're gonna have energy ebb and flow throughout the day you're gonna be maybe a little more active and a little less active you only have so much energy in the day so you have to maximize your time and we call this discipline right well in a certain sense we culturally and historically we've we've infused young people with more and more responsibilities until they become an adult and then they continue on kind of you know living now you learn an immense amount of not just skills but um, patterns of behavior modes of thought even speech patterns ways of thinking from your parents. Now, this is again like a time machine. This, this kind of uh, these relationships and the sort of cultural trappings we have around these relationships—family and marriage and you know homes and you know uh, the two point five kids and the nuclear family and extended family and all of that—is a kind of a, a, a familial hand-me-down from the past, right? Like, we, we used to live in tribes and clans, and then families kind of emerged as their own sort of sub-clan within bigger civilizations, which is why you have maybe family uh, uh, relations that extend through many generations and through, you know, they, they maintain a sort of familial identity. Kind of like the mafia, right? Okay. So, uh these relationships that we have are meant to bootstrap us, right? They're meant to keep you safe. They're meant to uh, provide a structure where you learn from your elders and then you absorb, you soak up as much information from them as you can. And then you move forward as an adult and then you repeat this process with your children, right? Now, in the same way, education is a... Uh, well, okay, so in a family setting, you might learn how to tie your shoes. You don't learn how to tie your shoes in school. I think most people don't anyway. And you don't necessarily learn how to manage emotions. You don't learn how to uh, manage, uh, you know, a household. You don't learn about immediate f- household 
uh, skills or, you know, uh, emotional skills in dealing with, say, authority figures, parents, etc., siblings, and being uh, given small, you know, small responsibilities at first that grow over time. So parenting is a time hack. It's meant to, you know, uh, quickly cut through um, uh, the what would otherwise be the confusion of just being a person wandering the earth with no obligations or responsibilities or, uh, you know, or ability to care for yourself. That would essentially, you'd end up with some kind of, like, feral child, right, who doesn't know language, doesn't know uh, any kind of civilization structures, unless they're kind of just cast into it, right, like some kind of um, Brazilian uh, Rio street kid, right? Now, education, at least in the United States anyway, is intended to be a time hack. In some sense, I think it's treated kind of like a form of uh, daycare, but it's meant to be a time hack itself. You're going to force children to go to school for 12 years or more and sit down every day and learn certain basic things. At least that's ostensibly what it's supposed to be doing. I don't know how effective it is, but that's the idea. You teach people how to, you teach people the alphabet, you teach the kids numbers, you teach them, uh, you know, some mathematical systems and a little bit of history, maybe geography. You teach them how to read. It's one of the most important things, I think, is, I'd say, is literacy. Because then with literacy ingrained in you and maybe a little bit of mathematical, uh, uh, you know, ability, you then can crack open almost any book and you can learn from that book, right? Now, I'm going to bookend uh, education because that can get more and more specific as we go along and we might come loop back around to that again i don't want to waste your time because time is of the essence okay but this podcast is meant to be a time hack right i'm trying to help you realize things you might not have already thought of that i did some thinking about with my own mind and you get the benefit of that because i'm just talking and recording it for you right and because I'm doing that, you should head over to redbubble.com forward slash people forward slash Kyle Style Design and cop some original artwork on, uh, you know, merch, basic just merch, whatever format you like it in, whatever design you like. I get a little portion of the proceeds there. Or you go over to the GoFundMe page, throw me a dollar, throw me a hundred dollars, uh, you know, keep this thing moving here. Thank you. It's much appreciated. Uh, anyway, education. Let's bookend that for the moment anyway. Books. You can pick up any book of any kind, you know, uh, uh, the Bible, whatever it is. And in some sense, it's all a time hack. Someone else took the time to condense whatever they were doing in life, whatever they were thinking, whatever they researched, and they condensed it down into a little, you know, unit of information. And in some case, this might be a biography about somebody. You can, in some sense, kind of experience their whole life without having to actually experience their whole life, right? Let's talk about a major time hack right? And in some sense, these things like books or even, you know, now increasingly films, etc. are also a time machine in a sense. You can read books that were written in, you know, uh, well, Beowulf, you know, uh, uh, Darwin, right? You can read books that were written in a completely different era and experience that era in a certain sense and gain uh, awareness, uh, awareness of different kinds, you know, emotional or social, uh, moral lessons, that kind of thing. And so you can gain a lot of that kind of awareness and that experience without having to actually, you know, if you go back to my Victor Frankel episodes, uh, I learned a lot from reading that book, 
without having to actually go through a concentration camp with him because he was gracious enough, Viktor Frankl was, to uh, write that down for us and explain what he learned in the depths of a Nazi uh, concentration camp. Now, that's a time hack. Okay, now let's let's uh, move forward to, again, with education, it ties in with literacy and books. But, uh, you know, I, I went to an art school, right? And I didn't think... I'm going to go to this art school and I'm going to become a famous, you know, Salvador Dali level, like, painter or something. The idea was learn 3D animation, learn about, uh, you know, integrating maybe special effects into video, all of that kind of stuff. Um, concept art and video games and all that kind of stuff. There's this huge industry for these things. And I just wanted a structured environment where I would learn the specific techniques for video editing and uh, making 3D models and 3D animations and uh, design and, and, and that kind of thing. So that was essentially education serving as a time hack for a really specific purpose, right? Uh, to learn these specific kind of technical creative skills, right? Now, if you go to accounting school, it's it's kind of the same concept, right? You're going to learn about the specific laws and rules and regulations and the methods that have been arrived at over maybe millennia since the abacus to Excel spreadsheets and formulas and projections and all this kind of complex stuff that you have to know to be an effective accountant at this day and age, right? That's a time hack. you And you pay for it. I mean, that's one of the things about higher education. You pay for it because it's intended. Anyway, I don't know if how <clears throat> accurate that is, but it's intended to be an effective time hack. You put in four years at college, boom, you're going to be really up-to-date and well-informed uh, on that field, right? And this is this is so prevalent, right, this... this, this uh, uh, this time hack seeking that it's just an entire the, the state subsidizes it and it's just considered a, a phase of life essentially that you go to college right that you finish high school like this concept that this time hack is just ingrained in us is just a cultural phenomenon it's just an aspect of society and a phase of life um, but let's let's move forward a little different a little different direction though uh, things like movies right when I was saying about moral or emotional awareness or knowledge or learning, you can learn a lot of archetypal knowledge and, uh, you know, maybe different perspectives and different lessons, even from things like movies. I mean, you can, you can learn from, I don't know, movies like Star Wars about disparities between good and evil and, uh, you know, making moral decisions in the face of adversity, right? All of these kinds of things. That then you you imbue some of that into your own life, right? There's a kind of symbolic struggle that you kind of in, you have internally going on, where you know that you could be a villain or you could be a hero, right? And then that kind of is a sort of maturity, right? That you're not perfect. You can make mistakes. You can be on the wrong side. You can be wrong. That kind of thing. You can learn a lot of that kind of emotional, you know, maturity or awareness or, uh, you know, sometimes even history, although Hollywood's a little fuzzy about this. Um, you can learn a lot from things like movies or even things like fiction books, right? Things like podcasts, for example. You might be learning something from me right now. Hopefully, that's good. And I'm, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to try not to waste too much of your time. Again, I'm trying to give you the, the fruit separate the wheat from the chaff here but 
we we have such an obsession with you know compressing media that you have you have cliff's notes for books so the book itself was a time hack and then we time hack the time hack with a cliff note uh you might see you know you know uh, movie review sites are a good indicator of whether you're actually gonna invest the time to go see the movie because the movie ratings are bad so you say ah, i'm not gonna go see that there's no uh there's kind of there's no emotional or entertainment value there's no there's nothing interesting in it right i'm not learning anything from it so it's really not worth it so we basically understandably so become such time snobs that we uh we in we demand our children go to school for years we then choose to go more years learning more specific skills we buy books and things and we we snub our nose or turn up our nose at uh movies that we're told aren't good because I don't want to waste my time, right? So everything is a time hack, and this starts to get down, like, to... It starts to crazy when you start to look at things like this, right? So again, this podcast is meant to be a time hack. Uh, the internet, all our communication systems, our road networks, plumbing is a time hack, okay? Uh, electric lights are a time hack. I mean, there's some other practicalities involved but for all intents and purposes you want to have lights inside your house lights inside your house extends the daylight so that you can do more work learn more things uh make yourself more capable right prepare yourself for the next day you did we did that with candles right we, then we moved to electric lights um you know road networks makes it easier to travel makes travel faster we went from horses which is faster than walking to you know cars and motorcycles and everything else even bicycles bicycles are a time hack okay in some sense they might help you carry more but it's meant to move you faster right um uh you know joining a gym is a time hack because they have all the equipment all there in one room you walk in you hit all the stuff and then you you do your workout and then you go shower and then you're out right it's meant to just be streamlined, right? And we're almost addicted to this. This is a, kind of an Alan Watts or a Terrence McKenna kind of perspective that we're almost addicted to this constant time compression, right? So much so that we are, I feel like we're incredibly impatient. I mean, you can go to McDonald's and you get a Big Mac in like 30 seconds, okay? That's them time hacking how to make a burger faster so that you have a time hack of buying a burger and saving, uh, you know, 30 seconds out of your day to have a crappy hamburger, right? Um, everything is a time hack. And when you start to look around at these things, you can see that we're not just having time hacks and it's great and everything's good. You're in competition with other people who are time hacking better than you are, right? They are uh they are they're learning how to read faster they are going to better schools that teach better they're um acquiring the right knowledge and not the wrong knowledge they maybe have mentors they have uh maybe online groups that they're involved in that help uh that are very uh on board with this learning specific skill sets for example and that is a free way to a certain you know, skill or awareness or knowledge or whatever, and you're not on it, you're plugging away on the side road, right? So you are directly in competition with other people for things like jobs, right? 
And if you're not aware of the time passing and you're not ad taking advantage of every time hack you have, you're not as competitive as other people. So it's not just about gaining more time for yourself. It's become a matter of survival to be aware that there's probably a way to do almost anything in life faster. And we, I mean, we live in that society. Like, that's the world we live in that is just constantly kind of on rails as far as this is concerned. There's almost no way for you to not gobble up every time hack you possibly can, whether it's a piece of technology, a method, uh, specific pieces of information, knowledge, uh, you know, education, etc. You, uh, you have to, or you'll be devalued, essentially. You'll be viewed as less effective, right? Now, again, let's put this in a context, okay? Um, we're trying to maximize the already maximized, right? We already have the books, but you want to read the books faster. You want to know which books you, that you need to read. You need to do all of this stuff, and here's something that happens. In all of this, you start actually doing it, and because of time hacking, because of maybe your own discipline, you fall into a pattern, okay? You fall into a pattern of wake up, do stuff, go to sleep. Wake up, do stuff, go to sleep. Boom, 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 just endlessly, right? Now, I'm not saying you shouldn't do that. That's kind of being, you know, that's just being alive. You're going to wake up, stuff's going to happen, you're going to go back to sleep. Everything you do in that waking time is essentially up to you to decide what it is that you're going to do. Now, if you're like most people, most adults anyway, you kind of fall into a structure. You fall into some kind of pattern. You do things you like to do. You do things you don't like to do. You do chores. You go see movies. You try to have sex. You, uh, you know, you do things you like and things you don't like, and you have priorities and you have responsibilities, etc., etc. Now, in that, you can get grind blind. That's what I call it, grind blind. This is where you don't notice, you know, the, the, the dust building up in your house, right? Because you just are going about your day and everything seems normal day in, day out, day in, day out. And then until one day, your mom comes over to visit and she's like, oh, geez, look at all the dust in here. Oh, it's so dusty, right? And you're like, oh, God, I can't, I didn't even see that. Grind blind. You were living life and you weren't paying attention to that thing, right? And when you're, when you're grind blind, you can also be complacent, say, in a job. Say you got a crappy job. And then you, uh, you know, you just keep going to your crappy job, keep going to the crappy job. You're like getting by, you know, you're, you're, you're not, you're saving a dollar a month after, after it's all said and done, but you're, you're paying your bills, you're surviving. You're like, eh, it's okay. I'm kind of, kind of getting by. You could do that until you're 80. You could do that until you, you know, retire. And unless you do something different, something extra, right, you're not going to be that that's going to be your reality, right? Your reality will be whatever you're making it with that, uh, say, that job and that schedule that you're on. And you, if it's working, you'll be complacent, right? So again, being aware that time is passing, being aware that there is uh, competition for uh, time management, etc., like you are competing based on your time management skills, right? And this goes, so I want to talk about, I want to talk about like tools to help, right? So I'm already at like 20 minutes. I've been rambling and wasting your time and I apologize for that, but I thank you for listening. Tools to help. So there, I'm going to include the video if I can find it 
there's this great uh, animated video that I saw many years ago about uh, f- uh, it was a I forget who it was it was maybe a mathematician or a or a, a philosopher I think and he laid out this flatlanders idea now in one dimension it's one dimension two dimensions of course you know width and height three dimensions is essentially kind of what we have in real life it's three-dimensional space there's height and width and depth things move forward and backwards up and down and left and right and that's basically physical matter in the real world right now you have fourth in the real universe you have fourth dimension you have time and we don't understand time but we know time passes because you know you you get hungry you age uh you know food rots right time passes stone wears down right things rust time passes and you know that it's passing and it's passing at a sort of measurable constant rate so it's just kind of a force of reality but it has interesting effects on conscious beings like you and me you have to be aware that time is changing right this is part of time awareness right and time math comes in when you start adding a mathematical system to it you can plan for what's going to happen at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 11 o'clock, rock. Uh, and, and this becomes a structure for your life. It's a cognitive kind of control that comes into your own mind as a consciousness in the world, right? Now, this then continues in another direction. You go to the fifth dimension. Now, the fourth dimension is time. That's three-dimensional space being dynamic, in you know in time the fifth dimension is essentially all of the possible possibilities that could happen from where you are now you can't go back in time and cut off your pinky toe and then now in the present you'd no longer have that pinky toe sometime there 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 are certain decisions that are concrete and they lock you in to now this is your reality. If you, if you cut off your hand, you will now no longer have that hand, right? And your whole f- future moving forward involves you not having that hand. Why am I cutting toes and hands off? Jesus, Kyle. Uh, you know, but the, the idea here is that you view the future as immense number of possibilities. However, it doesn't contain all possible things. You just might not be able to be president. Uh, if you are paraplegic, you might not be uh, in the NBA, right? So you have to be aware of what those limitations are and then act within that awareness. That doesn't mean you should feel sorry for yourself. Uh, you know, uh, nobody, most people aren't going to be awesome, right? But uh, this fifth dimensional awareness is something that I, I've, uh, it can drive you a little batty like myself, but you think about, where you've been in life, what your mindset was like when you were at those points in your life, how your decision making, you know, function. Try to go back in time and think about how you thought about things when you made decisions, good or bad, and now bring that up to now, and realize that you are changing. You are a dynamic uh, consciousness in a dynamic world, and you can change your thought patterns. You can change your uh, your your levels of awareness of yourself, your awareness of other other people, emotions, knowledge, all of this stuff. I'd hope should be changing. 
right? Should be changing somewhat regularly. Um, and apply that awareness that you, in the future, are going to be more capable than you are now, more skilled, more aware. You're going to have more experience. You're going to know more things. And in some sense, you'll be more like an adult, <laughs> right? Uh, and take that as a time hack from Kyle, right? Uh, I stole it from, uh, I forget who it was. I think Carl Sagan explained it once, but uh, I'll try to include it, the video if I can find it. But the idea here is, again, it's still all a time hack, okay? Cars are a time hack. Technology is a time hack. Everything about civilization is a time hack. Again, plumbing is a time hack, so you don't have to go to the river and carry water back. Uh, I can give you a million more examples. I think you get the picture. Um, here, here was an interesting one, though. So, again, tools to help. Now, I included this with uh, the time math episode, which you sh everybody should go back and listen to, where I tell you that you're a lazy slob and you're an undisciplined uh, goon. But uh, timehack.com had this interesting thing where it seems it's, it's that uh, every day they did something different, uh, kind of bucket listy kind of a thing. If you're doing something different every day, that makes every day feel different. So then you're going to be more excited. Remember the grind blind thing? That makes you more excited for tomorrow because you're going to do a different thing, right? So shaking up your discipline with maybe uh, some different activities and things so that you aren't just like a robot going through time passes faster when you have no challenges, right? You just kind of blah, you just kind of, nothing is noteworthy, nothing is memorable, it's just all repetition, a kind of a, a kind of treadmill of being alive. Challenge yourself, right? You, uh, you know, look for, I don't know, free things to do, find art galleries, um, you know, try to, I know, understand some of these things cost money, but, uh, you know, read different books try to challenge yourself so that you're you're seeing significant uh memories form you're seeing significant events happen right and that will jog your you know sense of yourself and your future and everything into being something different than it is now hopefully better right and uh you know here's Kyle style podcast going full Tony Robbins but uh yeah timehack.com I just kind of stumbled upon that one and I thought that was kind of an interesting approach again a tool uh toggle this is what I was talking about the time math episode getting all fucking confused uh toggle is this app you can download it on your smart your smart telephone and you open the app and what the app does is allows you to input various activities for your day and then you you just need to you need to write it a little bit you need to push play on the one when you're doing it push stop when you're done doing it you can change it afterward but the whole point here is to kind of track your time and then it gives you beautiful uh you know infographics and uh, uh, uh metrics and uh visual aids and everything that show you breakdowns of how you spent your time this is at least something that i would recommend you do like Everybody could use this thing. The most organized person in the world could still probably use this tool. Uh, and it is meant to not be a thing that's supposed to be a burden, right? 
you're supposed to be enjoying every moment of reality if you can, right? So it's not supposed to drive you crazy, but it is there as a really effective way of being honest with yourself and seeing where you might be wasting time and how, see again, it's a time hack, but you need to find the right time hacks and use the right time hacks, right? And that will help you in the future. There you go. <laughs> hopefully, uh, hopefully this was a good time hack for you. I think I said everything that I was going to say because this one's kind of quick and dirty. Uh, I don't mean to ramble for 30 minutes, but we're getting really close. All right. Uh, thank you for listening. Kyle Style Podcast. Uh, uh, see you on the next episode, I guess. Uh, Kyle Style Design over at redbubble.com. Follow the links. Uh, check out the GoFundMe page. Throw me a dollar. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, share me uh, or check me out on Stitcher, iTunes, SoundCloud. Uh, follow me on Twitter at KStyle Podcast. And we try to uh, blast more, uh, I guess, more time hacks. I guess that's part of the whole thing. It's what's interesting. Interesting things are time hacks. God damn it. All right. Thanks for listening. And I'll see you on the next episode. Bye bye.